This is Remember When with Ian Blackley for Harvey Deegan. Yes, good evening. If you'd like to hear something you haven't heard for ages, one double three eight eighty two. let us know. Or you can text on 0487 888 because it is Remember When. Maybe you remember something from the 60s, 70s, 80s. If you haven't heard for ages, let us know and I'll see if I can get it on for you. It is uh, 25 to 9 and on the line I've got Matthew uh, Pavlinovich, the chairperson of Midland and District's Historical Society. Hello, Matthew. How are you? Good evening, Ian. Good evening, listeners. Mate... What t- tell me about this? I, I've got this information here. It says it's time to recognise Wexcombe. I, what is Wexcombe? Fill us in with this story because there's obviously a petition. Uh, yeah, or well, the petition. The petition is finished, um, and we're in the, we're still uh, looking to actually uh, recognise uh, the former suburb. So Wexcombe uh, was originally dates back to um, Swan River Colony. Right. Um, it, it was part of a 2,500 2, acres of land that was originally allocated to Dr. Waterman, uh, Dr. Waterman Vivash in 1832. Now, we believe that the, the Wexcombe name comes from Wexcombe in Wiltshire in England, where the Vivash family originates from. So the, during World War II, uh, basically, Wexcombe was is now the suburb of Stratton. Oh, okay. I was just about yep. to ask what's it called now because they've they yep. have they have changed names of uh, suburbs over the years, haven't they? Uh, that that that's correct. That's correct. So, Wex the original Wexcombe um, during World War Two, um, the the military established uh, an army training camp um, at Wexcombe, and that was in, a, in the northeastern end. Now that was that area before the art when the army came. It was just predominantly bushland. Um, they turned it into a camp, and and also um, there was a rifle range there. So from our research, uh, we understand that there's o- there was only the only permanent buildings at the site uh, were uh, the main buildings, and while the soldiers had to um, camp in tents after after World War Two um, in the late 1940s and early 1950s. Uh, the West Australian government uh, put a call out to Europe uh, for skilled workers. Now, it was to cover cover the shortages uh, being experienced after World War II um, at the WAGR workshops in Midland, yep. so the railway, the railway workshops. Um, so uh, they needed a place uh, to obviously house all these migrants and all these workers and their families. Uh, so where the World War II camp was, um, they created a they they created the Wexicum migrant camp. Now the migrant camp was uh, b- basically it was a it was Nissan hut. So um, if your listeners or yourself um, know what a Nissan hut is, it's basically a corrugated iron uh, bent home. Looks a bit like um, a car- looks a bit like a caravan. Yeah, a little bit like a caravan, but more probably more like a tank. Yeah, uh, like a tank house oh, okay. yep, yep, on, its, yep. on its side. Yep. yep. So um, that's how the, the the suburb was born um, with that. And in 1951, um, the first arrivals came um, on on ships from Europe. They arrived in Fremantle, and they most of them when they first came, they stayed at uh, because there was also a migrant camp at Point Walter. So they stayed there uh, just for a few weeks. And after that, they were sent out to Wexcombe. Now, back then, um, it was out in the middle of nowhere. 
um, it was still pretty much classed as country. Um, and obviously the, the, the conditions um, that they had to put up with in terms of uh, the weather, uh, in terms of it being cold and obviously in the hot in the summertime. Um, so they arrived and uh, the Nissan huts weren't ready to live in. So they actually all had to, all the migrants from Europe at that stage, they all had to pitch tents and live in tents until the, uh, the first Nissan huts were actually completed. So the, the migrants uh, came from, a different, from different countries, predominantly the UK. Uh, now, uh, most of them resided there for an average of three to four years. Um, while the, usually it was the husband that was working at the workshops um, and the kids and the, the, the wife were there. Um, they, then they eventually moved out to general suburbia as they obviously um, could uh, get enough funds from working. Um, and obviously they made a contribution um, to our society and the development of this state um, through, you know, through what they did. Yep. So the, the suburb of Wexcombe itself um, had a general store post office, um, community hall, and it even had its own bus route to and from Midland. Oh, okay. Now there was there, now there was also a lot of social activities um, that occurred within the small community. So they had a glee club. So don't know if many of you know what glee is. I think that's a drama, like a drama club. Okay. Um, yep. They they even had a soccer team that competed in the WA um, State Soccer League, um, and the, all the children were educated at uh, the former Middle Swan Primary School. So. As the skilled migrants policy was abolished, uh, Wexicum become uh, the Nissan huts remained, um, and it became accommodation for uh, WAGR workshop workers and apprentices. So it provided them with cheap uh, rent, uh, and obviously gave them a, stead, uh, a start. So that, like the migrants previously, they didn't stay there for long. They built up, and they were able to go out and buy their own homes. Um, so we believe the last residents of Wexico moved out in the mid seventies. Um, the huts remained for a few years and then they were demolished. Um, the road system remained until, uh, the establishment of the new suburb of Stratton in 1990 and was popular for learn, uh, for people used to go out there and learn how to drive. Um, and car clubs used to have rallies. So the suburb of Stratton was born and Wexico disappeared. Gee, it's got so, a good history. It's got a good history, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. So we thought we thought we'd lost. Uh, well, what was left of Wexicum we'd lost, but um, in 2018 uh, we discovered remains of Nissan huts um, on former streets in Wexicum. Oh, were, so there's, there are some still there. There, obviously, there's no, no uh, the main structure's not there, but there's footings there, and you can tell where. Um, bathrooms were and laundries and um, so it's we've actually we managed to get a subdivision plan and we've actually identified which um, properties they were which huts they were um, and some of the people that actually used to live there have been in contact with us um, and we've managed to track them down and um, so so there was a there was a section 16 hectares of, of bushland um, in the northeast of Stratton, which was originally destined to deliver the final stages of the Stratton today. Um, the section was unprotected and unfortunately it was significantly um, 
degraded over 50 years. So it was basically uh, people dumped, legally dumped rubbish there. And, you know, it was... So thankfully, 2019 Parks and Wildlife announced that... Um, that they were, they'd secured the remaining bushland and they'd incorporated into the neighbouring A-class reserve. So it's all part of the nature reserve now. Um, parks and wildlife are, are cleaning it up and revegetating it. Um, and they've agreed to, to keep the remains there. Um, we did a petition, an online petition. We got around 500 signatures um, and parks and wildlife supported us and they said they'll keep it there. They'll keep the remains there. So our plan is um, in the future, uh, hopefully not in the too distant future, that uh, we'll have some sort of interpretive signage um, educating people on, um, you know, forgotten suburb and the migrants. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's it's coming along. And, you know, we had um, 2021, we actually held a reunion um, for... Uh, Wexham um, former residents. Some hadn't seen each other for 50 years um, and that was a great turnout and, um, you know, it's just before before our society started any of this, there was no there's, there was no records um, of Wexcombe and now we've managed to put a comprehensive uh, collection of photographs that people have shared and, um, you know, we can remember the place. So, um, you know, if, if it wasn't for contributors um, like the, the late uh, Joanna Ripp, uh, Peter Ripp, uh, Catherine Ritchie and Marilyn Chaplin, they've been major contributors. They've shared photographs. They've even done oral histories and shared their stories of um, living in Wexcombe. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been, you oh, know. That's fantastic. We, yeah, that's great. We've just got a little bit. We've obviously just got a little bit to go to get this yep. um, recognition um, with the interpretive signage, but um, you know that's we just want it to be remembered. So. Yeah, no, that's great, mate. You've done a great. You and your team have done a great job, Matthew. That's terrific. Good on you for that. Thanks. No it's always, worries. Thank it's always, you very much. It's always great to actually, um, you know, sort of. Um, Hang on to history, and uh, you know, inform people that don't know about the history of that area who happen to you know live there or whatever. It's yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's that that's correct. And you know, there there isn't um, unfortunately there isn't too many people in Stratton residents that live there now that would actually know. No, they wouldn't have a clue. Before. No, they wouldn't have a clue, yeah. would they? Bottom of, yeah. bottom of two yeah. J Hill there. Okay, Matthew Pavlinovich, Chairperson of the Midland and Districts Historical Society, Wexcombe, and I'd never ever heard of it either. So, I mean, I think it's, uh, it, yeah, it's certainly uh, informed me a bit. And so uh, well done with all your petition and um, hopefully they'll uh, give you what you're asking for. And it's not re- you're not really asking for an awful lot. You're basically just asking for it to be recognised in history, which is fine. Good that's on, it, that's it. Good on you, Matthew. Thank you. Thanks very much. Our pleasure. 882 6PR.